Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Sip and Chat, Season 2, Episode 4. If you missed the last set of episodes, go on to Low Strengths TT on Facebook, YouTube, and we also have a podcast now, so be sure to check it out. Details in the description below. All right, so the topic this evening, why hmm, this one is a good one. We're talking about body shaming, but from a male perspective. You know, are men affected by body shaming the same way women are? Uh, before, I, before I go any further, I want to make sure and, 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 and let you all know that this evening we have a special guest. You all may have seen him in the last season of Sip and Chat when we discussed men's health. His name is Dwayne Jackson. He's a fitness coach from Gorilla Fit TT. Right? So just want to say good evening to Dwayne. You all will be hearing from him soon. So yeah, back to the topic I have, body shaming. Let me give you all my version of um, how body shaming has affected me. Yeah? You're scrolling on Facebook and Instagram and you're looking at the comments that these ladies making on these men with the chiseled body and the nice thick beard, you know, full hair, hair, rasta. And come now, man, tell me something. How I supposed to compare to that? You know me with my little belly, again, bald in the middle here, kind of like bourgeois, but anyway, <laughs> we're not talking about that this evening. Um, how how am I supposed to match up to that as as a man? You know, these things, seeing these things, make me feel like getting up and running a marathon. You know, trying to get fit, trying to get six packs, like my my homie who's here tonight with us, Kivel. Um, tell me, Anthony, how how does body shaming affect you? We'll get back to my story a little later. How does body body shaming affect you? Let's talk. Let's let's talk about that. All right, for me. I have been used to being slim and I would say that getting older and also getting into a lot more work where where my work is more intense, I work longer hours and then on top of that I got married, I had a son, my body started, and age as well, my body started to adjust so I gained some weight so as opposed to 10 years ago where I would have been 150 to 165 pounds I'm now closer to 200 pounds and of course with that I am conscious of my weight and I'm conscious of my health because even though I'm generally healthy I am concerned that my weight would affect my longevity but it also affects my own perception of self if somebody comes and says hey hey look Hey, my life treating you up good. <laughs> and the thing is, really and truly, is not that I mean age, work, that kind of those things actually factor. But at the same time, I'm also actively trying to not gain more weight. So as much as I can, I try to walk. As much as I can, I try to keep myself fit. So when somebody just ups and say, Hey, look how married life your parents says. It's like you literally. But you did you did you you did you you still work out as much as you do now before you got married? Um, it used to be off and on, really off and on. So then, so then it's safe to say that the little comments that you're getting about getting married and putting on the weight is what really encourage you to. Besides the, the fact that you wanna be living healthy and thing, when you get the little two comments and thing from your friends in the office is because. You're on the evening and you jump on your, your Nike app and all over the place on Facebook you're seeing Anthony Anthony make a two miles. <laughs> so of you're already saying the, the, the comments is already inspired us. 
<laughs> Quite clearly comments. Quite clearly comments. Alright, alright, alright. So it's safe to say that, that that body shaming has affected you. Rossi, yes, let's bring you into the conversation now. Let me know how does body shaming affect you? Growing up, was it ever a thing where somebody might have called you fat boy or called you, you know, big head? And you felt a kind of way about it? Yeah, well I've been called many names and a good night, everybody, gentlemen, good night, viewers, good night. I have been called many names, many names. Fat boy, skinny boy, because at one point in time, believe you me, I was a little skinny. Head was real big. <laughs> you know what people used to tell me my head and match on my body. So you um, grew into your head? Sorry, what's that? You, you grew into your head? Well, somewhat, somewhat. <laughs> uh, boy, as I said, I've been called many names. Um, at times it were, at a younger age, I would say not now. At a very younger age. I would have studied it, I would have taken it on, I would have stressed on it. But um, no one knows the journey that I've been through and the things I've been through fully but myself. And that caused my body structure to change in different ways on a number of occasions. And I accepted it and I'm comfortable with it in a way. Because as much as currently I'm at the biggest I was ever in in my entire life, but there are reasons for that. And I'm, All right. I, I want to be healthy. I've always looked at trying to be healthy. So, you know, I'm working on that. So I can relate to you um, in concern where, where, where we're talking about things that happened in your life that caused your body to mayhem, probably put on weight or, you know, you weren't able to do certain things. Because um, I have my challenges also. And what would have happened is that at some point in time, I was not able to work out the way I used to when I was a teenager, when I was younger. Um, so, you know, I went from being somebody that had biceps, like, like, probably not as big as Kirby alone, but yeah, but, <laughs> um, you know, I, I did have a, a shape that was what we deem healthy based on society's measurements. And, you know, due to, due to health situations and stuff like that, I wasn't able to work out and I may have put on some weight, um, and now with age, every time my son sees me, it's a joke, daddy, again, another gray hair. And, you know, I kind of play it off like, ha, ha, ha. But I'm really like, boy, you don't know. It wasn't my son. <laughs> you know, but um, let's bring in, let's bring in the, uh, the fitness guru into the conversation. Huh? Introducing Dwayne. Good night, good night. Um, give us your view on body shaming, Dwayne. How, how do you feel about it? Um, have you ever been called anything that, that made you feel a kind of way? Um, all right. Firstly, good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you for the invite. Um, always a pleasure here being with you all. Um, I'm loving the topic tonight. So, with me now, in terms of my personal life, I am I am short. It might not look so on the screen, but I am short, right? Um, I've always been screen. short. <laughs> I've always been short, and um, from from very early, it has always affected me mentally. Um, and I have always felt, you know that you know taller people were always better whatever the case is so as I my got older so as I got older and I started to lose my hair so it's like you're short and you're losing your hair you know people wouldn't find you as attractive and people wouldn't find you as as desirable or whatever the case is so even though I am married now there's still this thing where you still want to look good you still want people to look at you and say hey you know you look good and um, that has that has it took a, a while for me to get used to or comfortable with myself 
and being short and accepting well hey that's just how it is but it, it was a long journey and it, it was it, it did affect me a lot even when I was going to secondary school but I think now that I've accomplished certain things that it, you realize that it doesn't matter as much as I thought it used to so is it is it that you if you were not married at this point in time and you may, you did not achieve the things that you you have achieved that have grown your self-confidence that you would not have felt the same way about your height in terms of your insecurities that you may have had before um i think that i would have gone down the road where i would have looked at it like you know Obviously, this these are my limiting factors. These are the things that's keeping me back. So my height, maybe losing my hair, and all of those things are uh, things that are keeping me back from a, a, achieving, attaining certain goals. Um, is that based on society's measurements, or is that based on what how you see yourself? Well, to me, I I have always uh, looked at even superheroes and action figures and and action movie stars as you know they were always big and tall and muscular and you know that's that was society's view as what a man was so even when i was growing up in in well i'm 40 now so when i was growing up in the 80s and 90s it was like mr t and it was um arnold schwarzenegger and all of those guys who were big and strong and muscular and you know you had to be big and strong or you have to have a certain sex appeal or or so you start comparing yourself based on the media so what the media put out there and you look at yourself and on the magazines and it's like, okay, well, I don't look like that. I don't look like the magazines and the models and the the, the action stars. So then maybe I am not desirable to the opposite sex. That's how I looked at it. And Kieran, um, what I realized too is that society has this opinion that um, body image and body shaming is basically for, for women alone. and. What, what is evident here, and I'm sure in society, is that body image and, and, and body shaming issues affect men just as much. And it's just as complex with co-equal components. Because as you rightfully started off by saying, the media tells men that we should look a particular way, we should be lean, we should be strong, we should be muscular. But in my view, I think that the male body image struggle is a lot more than just that. I think it depends on if they want to land a, a mate, they have to look a, a certain way because girls like this because the media as well are programming women as how the ideal man should look. And I think too, among other concerns, uh, men are figuring out how to deal, as I said before, coexisting issues. So apart from your weight and him looking muscular, men dealing with hair loss, um, and Dwayne mentioned high perception, if you're short, you can't get through. If you're tall, you can get through. I remember I was doing height once and I get blank. The girl tell me, hey, you're short, brother. You can't get through. And I, it bothered me until I, I probably get tall subconsciously. I don't know. And then another thing that end up because they want to achieve a certain image, um, abusing drugs, they could become depressed. They might, you know, it, it lends to mental health issues. What do you think, Kevin? I hear you feeling like. Well, I'm listening to Anthony, Rossi, and Dwayne, and suddenly think like I may be a combination of all three. <laughs> no, but um, over the years, I've had, I'll say weight fluctuations. Um, when I was a, a teenager, um, I started putting on a lot of weight. I didn't know. 
Um, if it's one thing, I always had this mental image of myself of of how I look, and it was never fat. But I remember my days on the basketball court. There was one particular guy, fat boy, fat boy, pass the ball, fat boy, oh gosh, <laughs> always on my case, boy. I was like, one to this man, boy, fat boy, fat boy, fat boy. And then um, I think I got a bicycle for Christmas or something, riding through library. And apparently, I started to lose the weight again. When I look in the mirror, I never used to see a belly or extra weight. I just had one image in my mind. <laughs> and then I started to lose the weight, apparently. The scale didn't show any difference. And then he said, Why are you piping? Why are you smoking? Why are you so much <laughs> But again, the scale wasn't affected. But that really used to annoy me, you know? Um, well, other than that, the hair loss, the sunroof, I remember when I discovered it, I shared that one on Facebook. My daughter was trying to put a clip in my hair, and I was like, you know, baby, my hair too, my hair too short, you can't get a clip in there. Sure, she, as you say, sunroof. Remember, yeah. cars with sunroof are a little more expensive than you understand. Like, 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 <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love well it. Well done. <laughs> Anyhow, she, she eventually got the clip in my hair, and I was like, you know what? You real good girl. Take daddy phone and take a picture. Let me see how pretty this clip looking. Yeah, nah, man. When I take the phone and watch the picture <laughs> and see all on top here shining, I say, what? I didn't realize you were balling. I didn't know. I didn't know. And then I will, I guess I'm a little tall, so probably people wouldn't notice as well. And you wouldn't yeah, believe nah. it. I realized my hair was still in any back. Um, I was on the basketball court. And a guy walk up to me and say, again, ball. I said, shit, this here talking about you, my daughter. And I went by my girlfriend. I say, babe, my hair turning. And she said, yeah, yeah, your hair turning. And while, oh, boy, I was devastated. I was like, oh. but you didn't say nothing, you crazy or no girl, you know? So, so, so Kevin, how did that affect you? What did you do? You went and you cut off all your hair and that's how you end up with this hair mean, No, well, you see, ever growing up, you know, you're looking at Michael Jordan and then when you're saying, boy, if I ever lose my hair, I go and shave my head, yes? But... Apart from that, as I said before, it had mental issues attached to it because I remember I went through different stages in this hair loss thing. At first, I was in denial. I, I wasn't going through that, so money started to spend. So it started to affect my, my, my finances, you understand? Because I want to get euro gain. I had to make sure I get this. I had to make sure I get that to come back to it. And not understanding that, you know, it was genetic. You know, it's, it, it's going to happen regardless what you do. And then after that, I was like, wait, boy, you know, you're studying how you will look if you will be as attractive, if you will be less attractive, how the girls will respond to this. So your partner's going and respond to it. You have a lollipop head, you have a big head. And you know, I had a lot of people had to, to, to reaffirm and, and, and tell me, you know, it's all right and whatnot. And eventually, you know, maturity after a while takes its toll and you say, you know what? So then, what so it then it's, fair, it's fair to say that you were judging yourself based on society's oh, ideas. Definitely. definitely. And you see, the thing is, it, like growing up, I was very skinny. When I tell you skinny, very skinny. But I will only recognize that when I look at pictures now. Growing up, I didn't feel skinny. I didn't feel strong. I didn't feel fat. I just know I was fit. <laughs> playing sports because I'm always into sports. So it didn't really matter. It didn't really affect me. I mean, friends used to call me and family members and relatives used to say, hey, my nickname was Bag of Bones at a point in time. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
But when I look at the mirror, I couldn't see it. And once again, I'm bringing in the mental health because, you know, when you talk about um, anemic bulimia and all those kinds of different conditions, when you look in the mirror, you see something totally different from how you really are and that it lends to eating the waters and stuff like that. And so, I guess that's what mm-hmm. what's it. But here, loss, I would say, was the catalyst of me saying, now, nah, boy, I had to take control and start to work out. And, you know, I'm thin, tall, and bald. What are you doing, man? <laughs> So, Anthony, tell me something. Um, do you think that, you know, um, for some reason or the other, that you, you, you feel bad for not living up to society's idea of what the ideal man should look like, six feet tall, six pack, you know? Well, I don't have the problem with the six feet tall. And for a long time, I didn't have a problem with the six pack. One of the issues that I would have had for a bit was that when I turned 25, my hair started to grey. My hair started to go grey. So I had one or two in at the top and then my beard started to go grey. So by the time I was probably 32 or 33, you just seen those frogs, those frogs, those frogs. And then the entire beard goes grey. Side of your side of your hair goes grey. And I'm thinking, do I dye it? Do I get rid of it? What do I do? Because you don't want to be a old man. And at that time, well, my <laughs> girlfriend then, who is Ari, my wife now, she was like, I know somebody who was either man and grey. It don't matter. Yeah, you're associated your grey hair with being old. Yeah? Yes, that's what I did. Yeah, I it, it yeah, all, it's, all, it's all on self-confidence as well, because just as... Exactly, you just as Anthony saying at at one point when he realized he was getting grey, you know he was taking it on. I actually embrace my grace because I I like grey hairs. Like Rossi, you have grays? A few, just a few. I never noticed. I never noticed. I never noticed. But it, it's something that it, it don't affect me. You know, like grey hairs and things. I, I know it's part of life and. I don't associate it with so being basically, old. Russ, what you're saying is all about perception too, and and what you believe is is is, uh, is attractive and not because in different parts of people, different cultures will view you as being perfect or imperfect for once more better word. And you know, some Caribbean islands will love the big big fellas with the belly and whatnot. They say yes, if you ain't jiggling, you ain't healthy. You understand? And elsewhere, yeah, if you go yeah, to yeah, Europe, yeah. you'll find. The, the thin, thin people with the pants. So it's all about culture too and, and what you, how you embrace yourself. Another thing that I realized that we ain't touching on, fellas, and I feel like Olya, Olya trying to play hooky. <laughs> what about genital size? Because we always hear men talking about it and it could lead to, if you know you're not confident with yourself and, and you know the opposite sex, it could lead to low self-esteem, shame, and even embarrassment and it could affect your sex life. Talk to me about that. Any of, any of you all invested in penis forms and stuff? No, I've, I've never had that issue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, confidence is everything. So, so ah, well, you had to be when you're jumping out there and you can't... No, the reason why I say that is because, listen, if you go to school, um, the first thing, like if you follow to a significant other or, or any female, the first thing they look to tell you, eh, and you're small, you can't do nothing thing. And you know, it's a big laugh and stuff. And really, you're truly laughing at it, but it could lend to shame for a man. 
especially if he deems himself as having a small tool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why people will invest in different, because just as women will do breast enlargement and butt augmentations and stuff, men have actually invested in trying to get a bigger area to please <laughs> a, a woman. <laughs> I mean, sense on that. Um, yeah, I, you I, are, I, you are, you are. But what I what I want to know, right? What what adds to that sense of confidence that um you know would, would make you walk around and stroke your chest and you know try 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 to talk to a young lady? You know what what gives you that sense of confidence as a man? What does give many sense of confidence to be taking penis shots and sending for women? <laughs> First of all, I could never understand that. What happened? I really agree with you on that one because I can't see a yeah. man just taking a pick and sending for one. I, I, I like I find that wrong. Unless a woman requests it, well, she might get it. Well, I mean, these are my days before pre-marriage, you know, before more. Step, uh, step lightly, Rossi. This is this is not the open relationship like conversation. Cover his quick. He cover his base quick. So, Dwayne, hear this one. Fellas who approach you in the gym to for whatever reason, do they are they very? How to put it? Um, outspoken, or are they very confident in what they want to look, at or are their motives for starting to work out with you superficial? What What are their thoughts when they start to look out? Um, good question. Most men who approach me for personal training or advice or whatever is is I would say more than seventy five percent all about aesthetics. Right. Nobody, even though. You know, it's all about healthy living and those things. Everything is about the first, first thing most people ask me. You on, you on any drugs? Right. What protein to take? And how quickly can I get big? It's never what is the process. It's, it's always and the health aesthetic. behind it. Yeah. Right. How quickly can I achieve a, a certain look? That's all I want to achieve, a certain look. I want to get to like me. I want to get to find I'm sexy. And that that's pretty much it. it it's never really about health and and the benefits of exercising it's always about how to get big and how to get more attractive basically yeah hmm. because generally men are very timid when it comes to health they don't like to visit the doctors they don't want to watch get the prostate check and stuff like that so i could see how that um affecting the, the thought processes and um starting the gym what so do you tell me so what do you tell men well, I I usually try to get them on the path of health first and then everything falls into place in terms of it becomes a habit, it becomes a lifestyle and it, be, it falls into place. But most times they're not, they're just interested in how quickly can I get a six pack, how quickly can I build muscles, how quickly can I... I be attractive basically that 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 is at the end of the day most times that is what is 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 what they want to do and the sad thing is is i understand because in today's society that's what is driven by most times good looking people so we always talk about women who sleep their way up to promotions and stuff but i would say that men do the same thing too men use the assets, men use the looks, the physique, whatever, to reach certain places. Assets. So you <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, so is there it, is there ideal is there ideal shape or, or, or body image that men should be working towards? 
Um, I would say personally, it it, it, it there's no ideal body body shape. Everybody is different. Everybody is unique. Everybody is has different um, genetics. So the first thing I would always say is is, is all is always always about health. How healthy can I become? How healthy can I get? Right. The sexiness will just come from you know eating right, exercising and stuff. But it, it's always about the health first. Okay, 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 cool. I have a question. I wanna I wanna ask Dwayne. Dwayne, as I say, the guys come to you in the gym. I was wondering. Okay, so Kevin had mentioned about the the cultural norms. So apparently in Trinidad, we into the the buff men, the slim women, the 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 extra boobs or butt for the ladies, the men, I don't know, tall, strapped or something like that. But we also spoke about being self-confident. Rossi would have mentioned that. The guys that come to you or you train, um, how is their confidence? And I'll tell you why I ask. Because I have a friend, a partner, that was really small and he was, you know, he lacking self-confidence. And now the guy, he went to the gym, he bulked up a lot. And still, he doesn't seem satisfied with himself. He's still watching little, what he, he calls belly fat. I see it. I can't see it. And no matter what, he doesn't seem to be satisfied. Similar to like women, as, as Kovler was mentioning with the bulimia and the... And the anorexia. Anorexia, anorexia yeah. yeah. So the guys, do you find that they have the same, same thing happening with them in terms of confidence being low? No matter the shape or size that, now? That's another good question. Um... It, it all depends on the standard that you set for yourself. It, it depends on how you perceive yourself. So if your self-esteem is really low, you are looking at anything that's going to help my self-esteem. And sometimes you might think, well, it might be working out. You might think it might be buying a new car. It might, it might change how I dress. But it, it, it doesn't work the same for everybody. So somebody might go to the gym and get a six-pack and confidence level shoot through the roof. Some people might go through the gym and, and get a six-pack and it still would not get them where they think they, they want to be. So everybody is 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 striving for something different. So we, we talk about body shaming, but they, a lot of men are are not, I would say, mentally strong. A lot of men are, are mentally uh, unprepared to deal with um, criticisms about their body and stuff. So they, they take everything personal. So sometimes your friend might give you a peacock about, hey, your belly getting big, boy, what's going on, boy? But you might, because it's a friend, you might say, well, okay, well, you know, it's stripper talk. But let's so not so strange. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So the pressure, the pressure from the, the wife and the friends and thing could affect the self-esteem. Oh, definitely, definitely. Any, any, any criticism could affect you whether it whether it be positive or negative some people don't take positive criticism some people take all criticism is the same yeah 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 and sure, um, I agree with you because like in the gym doing could attest it the most sickening thing is hearing fellas give yourself give each other compliments it's like oh good yeah boy our arms like you were you talking about look at them legs yeah boy if i could get legs like that we watch that chest now boy and it's real in my mind i feel like what nonsense now you understand so wait so like, Kabel, Kabel, let me ask you something right um when you go to the gym there's nobody that is working out on those on those machines that you look at and you say okay i want to achieve that body well, as Dwayne mentioned, it all depends on what your goal is, you know. So if your goal is to be the best you, you will try to achieve the best you that you possibly could. So in working out, like, 
men who are of fitness enthusiasts they always try to be better than they were yesterday so it doesn't matter if it's gym it's any type of sport and once you enter that that line of of working out and stuff you always try to set personal records and be better so in that regard it will all fall back into as well your genetics and how you are make up because not everybody could attain the same body structure and all boils back down to what the media is feeding you and what you are allowing yourself to feed into So what's your goal then, Kevel? When you go to the gym, what 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 is the end result you're looking at? Well, to tell you the truth, yes, I am all focused on health and being healthy, but the byproduct of that is you look good. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> and I in front you know, you want to look good too, so you know that's part of it as well. So are you are you keeping up are you keeping up this physique? I I understand the healthy part, but are you keeping up this physique so that your wife remains interested in you? Ooh. I would well if she is only interested in me because of my physique then something wrong. <laughs> no it's not only your physique but the reality mm-hmm. is that because we as men right um mm-hmm. our wives or girlfriends get pregnant they get they put on a little baby fat and then all of a sudden they're like oh god going to the gym like you're going to lose some weight you know so is it is it that you don't want to end up in that position? I think basically it has to do with self esteem and how your 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 perception of self is so it's what you want for yourself and if you want like for me if i put on weight drastically it's going to affect me and i will want to lose it if i lose weight drastically it's going to affect me and i will want to put back on weight so it's all about it depends okay okay chef yeah, yeah when when Dwayne was talking there um something dawned on me I am pretty self-confident have extremely high self-esteem from small <laughs> right <laughs> but, no but um, he mentioned about your wife or your friends or your loved one you know if my wife now like i say I get back the little the six pack now is a full case right and of course the boss but these things do bother me at all but if my wife would just watch me and say babe when you going by the baba You know because she see she finally here again to you know for the boss but sure you know watch uh, you know it's like wow it, it kind of hurts you know because yeah, you know, yeah like wow oh, I, I ain't looking good again you want to start looking outside you know and the belly so since, since you're on the floor tell me something that 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 you hear a lot about yourself that you you kind of tired hearing um Not much, you know. I think because when I was younger, people were kind of afraid that I beat them up or something. They, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't really, you know, step to me all that time, you know, except that fellow on the court. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the, only, the only thing I had was the weight, the weight issues. The weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rusty, is there anything that you you continuously hear about yourself that you're, you're kind of tired of? Um, It's not that I'm tired of it, but something I would have experienced at one point with my toes boy you know some people like sexy toes some people are not really into toes whatever um okay for some reason for some reason <laughs> i inherited some toes with some 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 toenails actually that kind of dark now i'm a guy who do manicures and stuff because i like to keep myself proper but um that never seemed to work i mean there's nothing i seem to be able to do that could fix these toenails Then at one point in the early days, I would say my wife used to be like, "But we're going to wear them dashing diggers, boy." <laughs> dashing diggers. Kind of, I'm going that kind of way, but now I realize, but it's, it's not a health issue. 
oh, it's bad toes. It's just how my toes are. I want genetics. Even, it's genetics because even my my father's toes are like this. My brother's toes. You know, we all have the same type. So then I realize it's genetics. So it don't affect me no more. But as you ask me that question, what about you? What what somebody thinks people ask you or tell you? Well, to tell you the truth, when I was younger, um, in primary school coming up. People used to call me Lipton now, because my lips kind of big now. Lipton, um, yes. So just like how you grow into your head, I grow into my lips now. <laughs> um, I think I now it's all I, about self-love. You know, people, it's self-love, Freddy. I don't love self. Love I think at this, at this, at this age now, I've reached a point where I'm comfortable with myself. Um, I think if I had to pick something, it would be the gray hairs. I'm getting used to that, along with this bald spot, boy. My barber, tell me about it. You have like, a bald spot? Yeah, starting to get one, boy, Cabell, boy. My barber, tell me about it, yeah, and I was in denial. But the other day, Malik was making some jokes, and I was like, yeah, boy. So I'm dealing with that. Um, so if I had to pick something, I think nobody needs, I know, okay, yes, I know I have a bald spot. You all don't need to tell me about it again, all right? Okay. Good. <laughs> uh, what 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 is it what is it about like losing your hair that makes men feel that you know you're automatically unattractive? Because if you if you only when I started to lose my hair, I I I started to take notice of everybody around me, and I I, I noticed a, a a large I wouldn't say a large percent, but there's a there's a good percentage of men out there who have male pattern baldness, different types, right and. But yet there's still the stigma attached that once you are losing your hair, once you but it's genetic, it's nothing really could do anything about it. Then why is there still this thing that you know if you're losing your hair, if you're going bald, then you're, you're unattractive. That you are. Uh, I think that's the best. You're thing not living up to society. You're not living up to society's idea. You know what, Dan? A lot of ladies also disagree with you that bald. No, no. The reason the reason why I'm asking that is that. I, I do a lot of reading and they were saying that men hair products, skin products are in the billions now. Big it, it market. Is, that means men are spending money on facials. Even even my bed, my wife bought a um a bed shampoo for me and all kind of stuff. So they're selling basically anything now. So the face products, the hair products, men are spending their money on on these things. So why is it that men are still looked at you know, men still are under the the the, the perception that if you're going bald, you're automatically unattractive. You're automatically, you know, your self-esteem starts to go before, down. Before my mom's connection got a little disrupted, I was not when I heard Kia was getting bald. I was not going to tell him welcome to the League of Distinguished Gentlemen. But you know, I actually agree with. Thank you. I actually started losing the the the, the, the little sunroof started to come in at the age of seventeen. I was still in wow. school. And I think being around my dad, who was already bald, I ac- I had accepted it from a very young age. It was easy. I, was, yeah. I was never in denial of it, you know. But mm. what actually caught me at one point was my beard started to get some spots where hair wasn't growing. And did now why? Like was bald, man or something? Boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the exact word my wife used. She was like, "You're looking like Spock." And my wife would have torment me with this thing about, about looking like Spock. So, as you're saying, 
sorry to cut your cross but as you were saying, your wife started to torment you and saying, do you think it's part of our cultural um, traditions to like give people pick on? Like, you know, and, and it's supposed okay, to be passed well, pass over in jest. Well, we are living in Trinidad and Tobago. We are, exactly. We, we, that pick on is, is, is a way of life for us. That yes, is for real. Every day. Yes, but even though Pekong is our way of life for us, remember, not everybody can absorb the amount of Pekong and teasing, as everybody is different. Every individual has a different reaction to how someone perceives them and how they internalize what is told to them. So, for instance, you telling me telling Rusty that he have a big head might not affect Rusty. Or me just making a just giving them some power about the head mind but if you tell probably me who I know I have a big head it might affect me well probably when I was younger because my head was big well my head's still big but <laughs> I guys I think I, I can, think it I think we has a lot to do too with um, social conditioning and how yes. we are programmed from smaller That's from looking it. at the media coming up because as Dwayne mentioned earlier look at superheroes Every yeah, but he was always chiseled and cut all up recently. I don't know who of those of you who saw the Avengers. Um, when Thor was fat, people lock off Thor, people say, What talk I save nobody? I don't know because you know it's boy, it's back down to uh, apart from conditioning, boy, it's back down to perception. What we perceive people who look a certain way are capable of or not. You know, some people when they look at somebody who's tall, they see them as a, a um, assertive, they have leadership qualities. Somebody who are short, for example, um, men who are short, they, they have something, they, I think they call it Napoleon complex, where they overcompensate for things. And they buy a big van or a big truck. All of these things tie straight back in to how we were conditioned. It could have some little... Um, Excuse me, but when- do you have a, a big van or a big truck or something? Because I'm trying to figure out if Kerber is trying to throw some words for here and boy. No, I'm not throwing words. I'm just speaking in general. Throw words? Come on, I'm not being body shaming yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying too is that it all ties back into, it could tie back into toxic masculinity as well. And what we are told is a man, who a man supposed to be. And if it's that, is, does that, is that really fact or is it a fallacy? Okay, okay. Gents, so, I mean, we had a real good discussion this evening. We had a lot, we heard a lot, we learned a lot, you know. Uh, We found out some things about people that we didn't even know. Uh, You know, I just want to say thanks to Dwayne for for logging in and checking us out this evening. We really appreciate your your content, um, as usual. Uh, Remember, we are on a podcast now. Uh, Check the comments down below for the details on that information alright so just want to say thanks to you guys chef we know you had a long day today boy and you still show up and you represent we appreciate that alright so uh, Kubel thanks again Anthony and Rossi with them uh, what kind of toes you have? Dashing niggas. Dashing niggas. alright so uh, chef you want to wrap up for us as we head out this evening. Yeah, well, not much to say, you know. Tonight was great, guys. I'm really, really looking forward to the comments on this one. Um, both from the men and the ladies. You know, ladies, where you all look for in a man, I guess. And men, what what gives you a little shake up about your body? You know, what mm. what shaming factors? So the, the comments would be nice on this one. So don't forget, like, follow, and share. And we look forward to hearing from you. 